1: iXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get iXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off iXL membership when they sign up today at iXL.com slash audio. Visit iXL.com slash audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price.
2: Before we get into today's episode, we have a special treat coming up. We are doing another advice segment on Unhappy Hour. And we're recording it next week. So if you have any problems that you need Barry or me to fix, email us at unhappyadvice at pineapple.fm. Or you can record and email us a voice note so we can feature your beautiful voice on the show. So go do it. Tell us your issues. We are not liable for any bad advice we give. Welcome to Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week. I'm your host, Matt Bellasi. I'm here in the studio, as always, with my producer, Barry Finkel. Hi, Mary. Hi, Matt. Well, I'm, like,
3: really surprised that you're actually, like, here physically, because after Harry Styles' look at the Met Gala, I just thought maybe you'd... Dead,
2: I did. I died. Oh my god, I died, and I came back just to scream about it. (sighs) That was my scream, that was beautiful. And I only burst two vessels in my eye. Ah. Oh, anyway, let's get into the show. We're gonna start off, as always, with worst things first the worst news of the week. After that, we're diving into camping. The Matt Gala theme was camp, which I love, but you know what I hate? Camp And finally, we've got Mary Hulahan as our guest complainer today. She is a comedian artist, and she hosts Mary Hulahan's Lil Podcast. So let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's pitch our tents and start the show. All right, Worst things first. The worst news of the week. First! A 23-year-old man in Florida. Only in Florida. A 23-year-old man is facing obscenity charges for driving around with a window sticker on his pickup truck that read, I.E.S. Ass." What? <laughs> what? Um, hello, ACLU. What was the point of the fucking Bill of Rights if not to proclaim your proclivity for ass-eating publicly? Say that five times fast, bitch. (laughs) What the fuck did Thomas Jefferson even give his life for if not for our right to declare I eat ass publicly? Last time I checked, it was the life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, and everybody knows happiness is eating asshole.
3: Also, I've seen such worse bumper stickers than yeah. that. I feel.
2: I know. I was thinking of like, well, yeah. First of all, like a mainstay of like truck culture is a vulgar. <laughs> I'll fuck bumper... your dead body. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like honk if you're horny. Yeah. There's like that that little woman kid leaning back.
3: Yeah. Who pees? Right. I, I find that kid. more offensive than eat my ass. When or I, I was... eat ass.
2: When I was younger, my brother had this toy that stuck to the window called Seymour Butts, and (laughs) you like pumped this air pump, and he would pull down his pants (laughs) and flash people. (laughs) And I guess now we could go to jail for that. Uh, That's basically what happened to this man.
3: Ugh, the little balls that people put hang. I fucking hate that. (laughs) Also, we've seen cars. That's not where the balls would be.
2: Right. I, it is unclear, based on this article, if the guy was straight or gay. If he's eating a woman's ass, that's disgusting. <laughs> Federal offense. Gay ass eating is the only ass eating I'll allow in, on this podcast. This podcast does not endorse heterosexual ass eating. <laughs> Got <That's> it. Disgusting. <laughs> According to the Florida police, an officer pulled the guy over and claimed that the "I.E. ass" sticker violated a Florida statute dealing with the possession and distribution of obscene material. But
3: guns, you fucking go for it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Shoot whatever you want. But uh, the second you say you like eating ass, jail. The man replied, it's just words. (laughs) (laughs) Which is fair. It's not like it was a picture of him with like a fork and knife just feasting on a booty hole. Which I would also defend, (laughs) unless it was heterosexual. Uh, That prompted uh, the deputy to ask the man how a parent of a small child would explain the meaning of the words, to which the man replied that it would be up to the parent. (laughs) Ever heard of pork butt?
3: It's delicious. Um, Speaking of parenting advice, that please... If you need parenting advice, Matt and I are here. We can help you through some of your toughest conversations with your
2: children. If you want to know how to explain ass-eating to your child, we're the ones for you. (laughs) I feel like children are the easiest to explain shit to. Yeah. Because they don't have enough to, like, question it. It's just... accepted. Some people (laughs) eat assholes. Noted. Some people derive pleasure from the licking... And slurping oh, God. of the human anus.
3: For more advice like this, please email <laughs> us at unhappyadvice.pineapple.fm. At it's
2: like, guess what? One day your dick is going to get hard. It probably already does. Sometimes a man causes it. Sometimes a <laughs> woman causes it. Sometimes they both do. Sometimes none of them do. Sometimes they all do. <laughs> This is the best sex ed class I've ever been in. There you go. Nailed it. Next! A woman in South Carolina purchased a box of Legos at a secondhand store. Then she went home with her box of Legos, opened it up with her child, only to find that it was not full of Legos, but instead full of three pounds of methamphetamine worth $40,000. dollars cha bitch! <laughs> Thrifty.
3: Jackpot.
2: Yeah, that's that's what we call a find. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we in the thrifting craft call a find, okay? One time I bought
3: a wallet at Goodwill and I ended up finding $60 in it.
2: Ooh, That was
3: very exciting. And it was like crisp 20s from the 90s.
2: The woman called the police, and then the DEA got involved, and they said that they don't believe the store knew what was in it when they sold it to her. Yeah, no shit! <laughs> you think they wanted Lego prices for $40,000 worth of meth? No. Unless they were just trying to, like, get rid of it, but I feel like there are better ways to do that. Like, put it in the garbage. There you go. Uh, at least they made probably a few bucks off mm-hmm. of the Lego sale. Next! Next! This from the AP, a South Carolina driver got a case of shell shock after a turtle flying through the air on a busy highway shattered his windshield.
3: Wow. Wow.
2: If you're asking how the fuck did that happen, <laughs> welcome to the club, because I have no goddamn idea.
3: Did it have wings?
2: Yes, it did. Wow. Wow. So this turtle learned how to fly and flew directly into this man's windshield. That's, That's what you get. Uh, I
3: watched a baby bird f- fly for the first time and fall to the sidewalk and die yesterday. Oh my god! It was truly. I started crying. It was really fucking awful. I, like struggled for a while, and the mom just watched it from
2: above. I hate nature. It's so. Sad. It was so upsetting. Anyway, it turns out in this South Carolina case. Uh, a truck driver was driving on the highway and hit a turtle, and it flung it into. Oh a nearby no! Nature's still sad. Uh, the driver said he didn't have time to react. It, it, there was just a big black dot coming at me. Oh. <laughs> Another car news. A oh. Long Island man was fined recently after police pulled him over and found that his carpool passenger was actually a mannequin dressed in a sweatshirt, jeans, baseball cap, and sunglasses.
3: Nice. So, if you're that wondering is whether a people life hack, <laughs> yeah,
2: I feel like this is just like a true cartoon move, and <laughs> he went for it. But also, how do you know that's not his wife, okay, or husband? This is 2019. We have rights now. You can't just pull over a man for driving with his significant other, Long Island police. And finally, a man and woman in Florida, only in Florida, were pulled over in a pickup truck recently after they ran a stop sign. Okay, so the driver was a 22-year-old man, Mm -hmm. and his passenger was a 25-year-old woman, Mm -hmm. and they get pulled over for running a stop sign, and the deputy was like, what the hell are you doing? And the boy was like, we were collecting frogs and snakes and animals under an overpass, I guess that flies as an excuse. Sure. (laughs) So they told the officer that he could search their bags if he wanted. So he starts searching, and in the woman's backpack, he finds 41 turtles. Oh, wow. And then when he asks her if she had anything else... She pulled a one-foot alligator out of her yoga pants. (laughs) Why? Why are you doing this, Florida? That's the story. Yoga pants uh, don't even have pockets. No, she just fully had it in her fucking pants. Why? Is that an alligator in your pocket, or
3: you just having? Or do you have a boner?
2: Oh, I honestly, what do you expect? That's why yeah, I have to double check my luggage every time I go to that goddamn state to make sure I'm not bringing home more than I bargain for. To be fair, alligators are cold-blooded and it could have died had she not That's kept it true. warm.
3: That's true. And maybe it like because the yoga pants are so tight, it was also able to act as like a restricting barrier rather than tying him up. It was actually very humane.
2: Or she was shoving it in her vagina? Mhm. Either way, Good for her.
3: And the alligator, really.
2: (laughs) A great day for all of them. Uh, Especially the officer. Yeah. Who got to witness that.
3: And thanks to everyone
2: for sending us that article. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so many of you did. (laughs) Anyway, that's it for Worst Things First. Next, grab your sleeping bags, bitches, because we're going camping! Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. Well, it may surprise you all to learn that I have never been camping. Oh, really? Really. The closest I've got to camping is like eating a cliff bar. Yeah, I climb, I hike. I ate a I ate a cliff bar because it has that man on the on the cover. He's Mm -hmm. been camping. Yeah, yeah. So by the associative property. I've been camping.
3: You are what you eat.
2: No, I mostly haven't because I'm pretty certain I would end up in grave danger. Like, every comedy movie that involves camping always ends with some character, like, in a snake pit. (laughs) That's me. Yeah. Mating snake pit. That happened to you, though. Yeah. Kind of steal my life rights. Let's put it this way. If I was on Survivor, I would have died. They would have had to stop production to have my corpse helicoptered off the island. If I was in casting away, Wilson would have murdered me, like, three days in. If I was on Lost, I would have willingly walked into Hurley's gaping maw. You don't get that reference. I don't get any of these
3: references. (laughs) I have not seen a single one of any of them. You
2: haven't seen Castaway? (laughs) Never. Jesus. Anyway, I will acknowledge that plenty of you love going camping, and so I must put a damper on your camper, and introduce you to the reasons camping is the worst. First of all, a tent is not shelter. A tent is an uncomfortable plastic blanket propped up by fucking sticks. A tent is one gust of wind away from being a full-blown kite. And I don't trust my ability not to balloon boy myself across this nation. I'll be on the news because I'll be hurling across the open sky. Also, a tent is just one broken zipper away from being your coffin. Because trust me, I've been there. Oh, let's just get in the tent and then zip this up. Uh, Oh, what do you know? There's a snag in the zipper and now we're trapped in here forever. Next! I refuse! to poop outdoors never have never will oh boy have unless I. unless I'm literally shitting my pants you, I've never pooped outdoors
3: you want to hear the worst one for me
2: oh God, I, I, yes no, well, <laughs> I don't want to but you're gonna tell me <laughs> here anyway. we go
3: when I was backpacking at my summer camp it was so for a five-day hiking trip you don't shower for those five days you're using the outdoors as your bathroom all that stuff It had been a beautiful day. We finally got to our campsite. I had to go to the bathroom so bad. By the way, by campsite, I just mean like a plot of land. Like there was no stalls or anything like that there. And so I was like, I got to go to the bathroom so bad. And I ran into the woods and I kicked off my shoes because I just like needed to go. And I stepped backwards into someone else's diarrhea oh
2: god and i know
3: it was a human because there was toilet paper
2: no and
3: uh that was i think three days into the five-day trip without showering but thank literal god it started raining right after that and i was able to wash my foot off that's not
2: good enough (laughs) the rain is not clean enough we had soap i would never feel clean yeah it was pretty
3: it was pretty fucking awful
2: (laughs) Anyway, well, that is not a good (laughs) enough reason for me to just, I feel like that is the ending. Yeah, I know. This
3: thing was, I didn't even, I mean, I I peed, but like, I didn't even really get to do my thing.
2: No, 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 no. Call me a traditional, but (laughs) I like a good old fashioned indoor plumbing system. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If I have to, if I ever have to dig a hole to shit in, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to keep digging until I have a full blown grave. You're not about that orangutan hang? Nope. I don't even know what the that partner means. Poop? It
3: means you uh, hang from a tree and poop into a hole.
2: I would rather actually die. <laughs> yeah,
3: you, know, you never partner poop, where you hold hands and use each other as leverage while you. Did you do that? <laughs> Not that one. That one's usually for peeing. Uh, That is the weirdest (laughs) thing I've ever
2: heard. I'd also rather actually die than use leaves to wipe my asshole. If
3: you're going to use leaves, aim high, because if you aim low, you might accidentally pick up something that's poisonous. For instance, my friend Jake once got poison oak all over his ass.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was really bad. My anus is already sensitive enough. If my sphincter can't take Charmin Ultra Soft, (laughs) what do you think an oak leaf is going to do to it? Not something good. Mm Mm-mm. Also, a sleeping bag is just a baked potato wrap that you spend the night in, and then you just hope that you don't wake up full of butter and sour cream. Uh -uh, Uh-uh. Uh-uh. We used to have sleeping bags, obviously, but we just sleep in the house with them. (laughs) Obviously. We never slept outside. (laughs) But our one dog, Frankie, would always crawl to the end of it and sleep there. Aww. And then he peed in it. Ew. Next! Campfires! are bullshit. (laughs) Okay, first of all, have you ever heard of Smokey the Bear? (laughs) That furry motherfucker didn't get mesothelioma screaming about forest fires just so you can fire up your Bic lighter in the middle of the woods and end up setting half of California ablaze. Okay? Do you think he's kind of hot? I mean, I would let him fuck me. Also, I'm not about the effort required to start a fire. (laughs) It's I'm not about to sit here and rub two sticks together until they're horny enough to jizz out some flames, okay? That's how it works. Mm -hmm. This one, this will be a controversial opinion, but s'mores are not worth the effort. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you here. No, uh, the chocolate never melts, so you're just biting into a brick of chocolate. Graham crackers are impossible to bite into, there's no, there's no effective way to just bite into a graham cracker sandwich Mm-mm. without it crumbing all over you. And roasting a marshmallow is like diffusing a bomb. Either you get the exact right wire and achieve perfection, which happens like one in a million times. Because more likely, you fuck it up immediately and the entire thing bursts into a ball of charred magma. Mm. I hate it.
3: I love that part though.
2: Sometimes you can get the outside to be perfect but then you bite into it and like the melty inside seeps onto your tongue and lips like battery acid and starts chewing its way into your skin. And then the trip has to end early because Matthew ate his s'mores too fast again and we have to go to the hospital. <laughs> s'mores are like more of a concept than a reality. Mm. Like an MC Escher drawing. Oh. Or the female orgasm. Okay. I've seen no proof of it. <laughs> Besides s'mores, I think all camping food is pretty disgusting. I don't. I mean, I I guess that's obvious. Barbecued stuff. I don't even like baked beans when they're made correctly. Who
3: the hell does that around a campfire? Because I don't
2: trust the bushes. Baked beans, dog. He's a bean narc. His one job was to protect the secret family recipe. What does he do? He spills the beans, literally. Mm. Shut your fucking mouth, Duke. It's his fault that I refuse to support any and all baked beans. I really don't think I've ever eaten anything out
3: of a can around a campfire.
2: Well, that's what it is like in the movies. So.
3: Oh, okay.
2: Get your spaghettios ready. My favorite
3: thing is just like wrapping random stuff in tinfoil and throwing that in the fire. And oh, it gets so good. So Uh, roasty and melty.
2: Samwise Gamgee knew what was up.
3: Hell yeah, he did.
2: Potatoes, bitch. (laughs) If I ever go camping, it it will be Samwise style. We're fucking up some taters. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Also, I don't want to be responsible for figuring out what berries I can and cannot eat. Not not the Finkel kind. (laughs) I want to know that whatever colorful thing I stick into my gullet is not going to immediately kill me. Okay, I like that certainty. And I know, I, I know what you're thinking, Matt. You seem like a prime candidate for glamping, aka glam camping, which is camping where you get all of the stuff that you get indoors, to which I say, fuck you. You don't know my fucking life or anything about me. Okay, because why would the fuck would I go glamping if I could just live my normal, comfortable life indoors with no issue? What do I gain from glamping that I don't already get from living in the goddamn world? I can get everything you can get in a forest right in the miscellaneous buckets at the checkout aisle at TJ Maxx. Take me through this. A twig with berries and birds? Check. A candle that smells like outside? Check. A fucking bucket to take a shit in? Check. All right there. Have you ever been to a TJ Maxx? Once or wow. Twice. Elitist. Some of us have no choice but to be Maxanistas. <laughs> Also, hello! (laughs) Do I even have to say this one? You go camping! Good luck getting that cell phone service you speak of. (laughs) Good luck logging into that Wi-Fi, hun. You think the forest has high-speed internet? No, ma'am! If Beyonce drops a new album while you're in the middle of fucking Yellowstone, have fun being in your little pop culture wilderness while the rest of us are getting the fuck down! Also, oh, is it so freeing to be unshackled by technology? (laughs) You're not safe, bitch. The robots will find you. And they will penetrate you. (laughs) What? Why? Also, when you go camping, everything is just wet. Just You wake up in the morning and everything is fully moist. It's called dew. Because dew really is that bitch. Dude does her job every single day, rain or shine. Dude doesn't care if you applied a very expensive face mask that is ruined by the slightest bit of moisture. Well, why did you apply a very expensive face mask while camping, Matt? Because skincare doesn't take a fucking break just because you decided to make me sleep outside. And finally... Camping means sharing a house with squirrels. And I would rather set an entire nature preserve on fire than spend a single minute living like a goddamn squirrel. Oh, I guess I'm gonna just shove a pinecone up my asshole now, huh? Is that what you want? Is that what you want from me? Do you eat a bunch of trail mix? Because M&Ms are found in nature, I guess? And then shove a fucking pinecone up my asshole? Literally up my asshole? And then fall asleep inside of a hole in a tree? Is that what you want? Get the fuck out of my face with your camping bullshit! And that's it for this week's Deep Dive. Next... We got Mary Houlihan in the studio right after this commercial break. Today's episode is brought to you by Lisa. Lisa believes that a bed is more than just a place to sleep. It's a place for relaxation and rest. And they believe that everybody has the right to rest. But how? Well, by making two awesome mattresses plus accessories and bases to give your body the deep rest it needs. Did you know the all-foam Lisa mattress is new and improved? It features cooling LSA 200 foam for enhanced pressure relief for side sleepers. Meanwhile, their Sapira Hybrid mattress is the perfect combination of foam and spring for pressure relief and edge-to-edge support. Lisa's mission is to provide a better night's sleep for everybody and from day one, Lisa set out to create a company with heart. That's why they donate one mattress for every 10 they sell to organizations that work in causes like foster care prevention. To date, they've donated more than 32,000 mattresses through more than 1,000 nonprofits. I got the Lisa foam mattress at my parents' house and that cooling LSA 200 foam kept me comfy, cozy, and I freaking rested all night long. You can get 15% off your entire order at elisacom slash unhappy and use promo code unhappy. That's l-e-e-s-a.com slash unhappy, promo code unhappy. Today's episode is also brought to you by BetterHelp. If there's something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp Online Counseling can help. BetterHelp offers licensed professional counselors who are specialized in all the issues you want to talk about. They've got counselors who specialize in depression, anxiety, relationships, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, and more. You can connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment and get help at your own time and at your own pace. Don't worry, anything you share is confidential and it's so convenient. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, as well as chat and text with your therapist from your own couch. Or heck, you can do it from your own bed. And if for some reason you're not happy with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge. That's a relief. But best of all, it's a truly affordable option. Unhappy Hour listeners even get 10% off your first month with the discount code UNHAPPY. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com/unhappy, fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com/unhappy. My guest complainer today is comedian, writer, actor, artist, animator, Mary Houlihan. You might have seen her on Difficult People, the Chris Gethard show on her web series, Learn to Paint with Mary Houlihan. Welcome, Mary.
0: (laughs) Thank you for having me. How's it going? Pretty good.
2: We always start with asking everybody, what is one thing you hate that everybody (laughs) else loves?
0: I really don't like it. Well, when people like hate, 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 like a movie, yeah. or something in pop culture, right? I just don't believe them. I feel like they're putting <laughs> it on to be interesting.
2: Yeah, I believe that. So
0: that bothers me. And right. I feel like they would just have more fun if they would, if they could, like watch the Kardashians and look for something funny in it instead of being like, "Who would watch this?" Right. Like that's right. such it's so boring
2: (laughs) yeah there's also like literally a billion things to watch yeah so you can just not watch the thing that you hate and watch something else no one is making you do anything
0: so let's see i got hating things uh i put anti-bicycle bias um (laughs) woodblock printing
2: (laughs) wait we need to discuss these one at a time (laughs) anti-bicycle bias yeah are you so you're pro bike
0: i'm pro bike
2: do you cycle around the city
0: i cycle and here's the thing um i am a three-way traveler i bike i walk and i drive okay. so i get it from all perspectives right and i think everyone should do all three to get where everyone else is coming from
2: okay yeah true as someone who only either walks or or rides hmm mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it doesn't help give me perspective on either. Because whenever I'm in that thing, I hate the other thing. Yeah. And I don't, I completely forget the time when I was, like when I'm in a car, I don't remember ever being a pedestrian. I hate all pedestrians. For sure.
0: Yeah, pedestrians, I think, are the worst, I have to say.
2: (laughs) Um... I just like the mentality in New York where it's like, what are you going to do? Run me over. Right. And then one day it will happen. Yeah. But until then, I have the confidence of someone who defies death.
0: See, pedestrians. What they like to do is stand in the middle of the street yeah. in case they get a chance sometime soon to cross the street. right? Thus making every cyclist have to either hit them or <laughs> swerve into a car going 30 miles an hour.
2: Yeah, I and will say... And if you hit
0: them, they're going to be like, can you believe the cyclists in this city? <laughs> <sighs>
2: yeah, I I feel like pedestrians, you don't think about like you're looking for cars not for bikes yeah so yeah sometimes they come out of nowhere it's true i hit someone with a bike once and i don't think i've been on a bike since
0: Uh
2: (laughs) (laughs) legally i'm not allowed anymore okay it was in college Mm -hmm. and i hit them with such force that my front wheel bent in half and i had to carry my bike the rest Uh of the way home they weren't looking. Yeah. Also, I was on my cell phone.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: While biking. Yeah. It was but... just a perfect storm of. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I was like, "Mom, I'm gonna have to call you back." <laughs> and then um, I had to carry my bike home. They they lived. Mm. They were un unscathed. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs>
0: so next up, woodblock printing. I don't like.
2: <laughs> Explain what this is okay. exactly. Um,
0: so. Uh, Maybe just Google it. So it's like you carve and then you put in ink and you do that, and it just has that. It just has that certain aesthetic that I'm not wild for. Yeah, okay. And it's popular in like a lot of um, like communist and (laughs) pro-worker stuff. And (laughs) so sometimes I will. Like the point of the poster, but I'm like, I hate that it looks like this.
2: <laughs> I'm fascinated by all of when I search br- wood printing blocks. Uh huh. That's what it is, right? Wood
0: block printing.
2: Oh, that's why. I See,
0: maybe wood block printing isn't even what I mean. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's
0: possible.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: actually, these Japanese prints I like. <laughs> this is not what I mean. These are one of my faves. <laughs> Okay, let's see. It's like printmaking. So more like this aesthetic.
2: I see. I see. Okay. When you carve out like a stamp. Sure, yeah. And then yeah. you use the wood to like stamp stuff. Well I've anyways, been... <laughs> hate that. <laughs> <laughs> Great, yeah. yeah. Well you also went to art school, right? Yeah. So like, you know, we're talking about these are your this is your wheelhouse. Sure, yeah. Yeah. That um, you know, if I were If I were gonna say, like, okay, what would an art student, Mm. an art, an artist, an artiste hate? Uh, Most art. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fascinating, yeah. yeah. So, are those the two two things, or are there? Are, are, does um, the list continue?
0: Also, I wrote Care Bears, Flintstones. <laughs> okay. Oh, computer animation.
2: <laughs> Just all computer animation.
0: Yeah. Um, like
2: CGI, or yeah. like all and like like
0: Pixar, DreamWorks. Okay. Um, like three D modeled animation. Um, I think a lot of those movies are good and lovable in spite of how they look.
2: <laughs> yeah. So you hate the aesthetic. Of yeah. It. Okay.
0: I think stuff should be hand drawn forever, or made on the computer, but still try to like mm, you know look like that.
2: Right. Right. Like a
0: classic Disney. Yeah.
2: Style. Have you? Do you? Have you chosen a side in the Pixar DreamWorks war, or are they just both the enemy?
0: Um, Pixar is better. Okay. Yeah, you know, but this I like Shrek that Shrek erasure. I like that DreamWorks is bad in a way. <laughs> I think it like gives them <laughs> an underdog status.
2: That's true. Yeah, yeah. they've sort of accepted it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, DreamWorks was Ants, right? And then yes. uh, Pixar was a Bug's Life. Yeah, that's really when the war started. Yeah, because they yeah they both like staked their claims. Yeah. Uh, on the bug right <laughs> genre
0: well you know it really is emblematic of their two attitudes pixar is more cute lovely disney stories um like designed to make you cry intentionally right. and ants has it's more Allen. like attitude <laughs> <laughs> i love the way um like old computer graphics look now actually <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like um i really like Tomb Raider on PlayStation 1. Right, Like right. anything where like a girl is supposed to look sexy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, and her breasts just come to a complete right angle. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of things that I've unwittingly scrolled onto yes. um, that involve Shrek's genitals is pretty upsetting.
0: I think it's so funny that any cartoon character you could possibly Google like three <laughs> entries down is like, So graphic.
2: There used to be. I feel like I haven't seen it in a while, but I feel like there were all of those like horrible, not horrible. (laughs) All of your standard like pornography websites Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. would always have those horrible like ads on the side. Yeah, that were (laughs) of like The Simpsons. Yeah, like fucking each other. Do you know what I'm talking about?
0: I haven't seen that, <laughs> but I me. feel like the ads are always or like, like CGI, choose your own adventure video game Oh sex.
2: yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. That it's like this is the hottest game you'll ever play. I maybe mm-hmm. there's an audience for that. I don't quite get it, but um, I also wasn't attracted to Lara Croft's sure. right angle boobs. So,
0: or you know, it'll be like hot girls in your area but instead of like a random photo of a girl it's like a weird like second life (laughs) style it's like
2: uh, yeah someone from avatar i
0: love that
2: (laughs) or do you have more on your list or is that no
0: that's it that's it
2: (laughs) because i we also have skipped past flintstones and care bears
0: i mean (laughs) self-explanatory (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> to take a wild left turn yeah um what w- so you're from new jersey right Correct. what is your like comedy origin story
0: all right so i was a funny person a class clowner mm-hmm. always making hilarious riffs sure um but i was a sport i was a sport i didn't perform or anything and then I went to art school mm-hmm. and I love TV and I was like, that'd be cool to write TV. Too bad it's impossible for me. <laughs> right. Um, and then I would like read interviews and listen to podcasts with T V writers and then they would give their spiels about so then I did stand up in New York and I blah blah blah. Or right. I did Improv in L.A. and blah, blah, blah. And now I write on such and such. Right, right. And then I was like, oh, I can do that. Yeah. So then I moved back in with my parents in New Jersey and went to improv classes. And then I was like, I don't like this. So then I started (laughs) going to open mics. And then, you know, you find your people and you collab and you do stuff. Right. And here I am.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's, uh,
2: that's it. And you sort of are like, you kind of have you s- totally separated like art and comedy, or now you're kind of like mixing it a little bit? Because you make your YouTube series. Yes. Yeah. And then you've animated some stuff for like comedies, Joe Parrish show, right?
0: It's true. But that feels more like just guess, making art right, like i'm not right. really doing anything funny for them <laughs> unfortunately True. yeah um i think mostly it feels like two separate things right or like sometimes art can sneak in but not all the time
2: that's like you know I'm a poli sci major, so wow. occasionally <laughs> that will come out. Um, mostly course. because I spent too much money on it, and I want to get I want to get my values worth. Yeah, and uh, c- my because my other major was comedy. So really, no, no. oh, <laughs> um, it was journalism, which is a joke. Where so. did you go? Northwestern.
0: Okay, smart town. I,
2: yeah, I worked briefly for like a low key communist magazine in nice. Chicago. What are they called? <laughs> in these times. Okay. Yeah. So they probably participate in woodblock printing. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't look it up if you don't want to be. In triggered. retrospect,
0: I don't want to call it woodblock printing anymore <laughs> because I do realize that that is. That um, really cool Japanese style, where they do like waves and fish and stuff, and it actually looks really nice. Go. So not that. <laughs> but yeah, they probably are into that stupid right. poster, <laughs>
2: right, right. Um, I do also love asking comedians about the worst time you've bombed on stage. Oh my
0: God. Do you
2: have like a time that you recall?
0: I mean, there's been a couple bad ones. <laughs> Let me think, what's the funnest story? Sometimes if I'm doing like too much crowd work, I feel like I'm not, uh, I'm not making anything that's usable in like right. a late night set or right, like a right. professional thing.
2: Yeah, I do know we were at the same event um for comedian Zach Zimmerman. Yeah. Uh he that did was- an, a party, like party album release in his like very conservative uh-huh. <laughs> religious mother had mm-hmm. to watch all of us and decide if we were clean enough for her. Yeah, and I, I went on like three hours in, nice like three and a half hours in.
0: So I think I was asleep in bed by
2: then. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I'd been drinking the entire time, mm-hmm. and by the time I got up, I was like, I don't, I don't even remember what I came here to say. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I got buzzed the most. By oh her no, because <laughs> I was like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> And then I left my I left my tab open at that bar and I <gasps> yeah. have yet to close it. No. My car, credit card is still there. <laughs> no. And that was like a month and a half ago. Yeah, it
0: was a while ago. <laughs>
2: Um, uh, let's go into um, a game that okay. we call elaborate, which is uh, we found some tweets where you've expressed your hatred of something, oh, no. and I want you to elaborate oh, on it. Oh no! First one is from a couple years ago. I hate how horny this <laughs> emoji is, and it's the red lip emoji. Do you know which one? They're you were slightly
0: t- open. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they are. You see a little bit of teeth, and then um, it's a very well drawn lip. Yeah. <laughs> what about the what about this offends you?
0: Well, I think I I like how horny it is. And
2: <laughs> okay. So <laughs> and hate I'm, in this sense is um, not it's the opposite. I'm
0: just trying to find a way to um, alert people that this emoji is really horny.
2: Right. Right. Um, have you have you employed this in any meaningful way? I've There's, sent
0: it to people that are hot. <laughs> I don't know, I know.
2: There's something about, like, yeah, like. Or it's, well, I guess
0: what's funny to me is like the eggplant and the peach and stuff like that are like coated sexy. Right. But this isn't a vegetable. This is like a mouth, like, ready for oral.
2: (laughs) Yeah, there is no such thing as a sexy emoji. Right. It's
0: almost like... They have, like, sexy subtext, but this is just, like, full on. (laughs) Right.
2: (laughs) If you attempt to use it as, yeah, full on Mm -hmm. textual sexiness, it has the opposite effect. Okay, another one. I hate indoor recess. (laughs) (laughs) So, clearly sent from uh, a a youthful space.
0: Sure. um, Well, I think part of the joke is (laughs) I can't truly decide which I've landed on if I want my followers to think that I'm 13 (laughs) or if I want them to think, like, I'm so stupid that I'm 29 and in school. (laughs) Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, so I want people to think that indoor recess is a part of my current reality right. okay. and that it sucks. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, here's another one. I hate that you have to use correct capitalization mm. and punctuation in emails because it ruins the aloof persona you're yeah. curating.
0: Yeah, that's an earnest.
2: Yeah. 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 It's I, I don't know if you feel this way. I fall into an exclamation point, like, sand trap that I can't get out of now. Where mm. I feel like if I don't use exclamations, I sound like an asshole. Mm. And now I have no choice but to add, like, five exclamations after every sentence. So I look insane.
0: I, I use them frequently, but, you know, try to do what people say of, like, use less than you want. Or, like, right. cut a couple... Before you click send.
2: I can't. It's just like I'm projecting all of my own Mm
0: -hmm. like
2: reading into it. So then if I don't use it, I'm like, fuck, Mm. I sound like a complete douche. No. I think you just I just have to accept that that's how I sound.
0: Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Just use one or two. I think that adds a fun vibe.
2: I try. I'll try to I'll try to mm-hmm. work on it. Before we have you go, why don't you tell us about your podcast also so people can check that out?
0: Oh my goodness, it's epic. It <laughs> 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 Well, okay. So, here's the thing. When it comes to podcasts, I thought that you had to have like one gimmick that you do like every episode we talk about a murderer or right, something right. and so I was trying to think of one and trying to think of one and I was doing a really bad job picking one to land on and uh-huh. so then I said to the forever dog boys okay what if my idea is just like a bunch of different <laughs> podcasts and then and then like my podcast will be like the umbrella over those podcasts so like um, and I thought for sure they'd be like no pick one thing Right, and they said yeah that's fine so every so, episode
2: is a different like format.
0: Yeah. So there's different formats, and some formats have multiple episodes. Like there's one where me and my friend Eliza Hurwitz do a sort of serial parody where it's like a murder mystery to find out what happened to her American girl doll. Okay. I have a character that I do called Hot Mary. So this is Hot Mary hots up your life. And it's, you know, like I take a total zero and turn him into a hero. Sure. So Lucas Gardner was a guest on that one. And yeah, so it's a bunch of different things. Fine. Yeah. I do have a monthly show at the Brick Theater that's, Mm, It's a play, but it's kind of improvised, and sometimes it's musical. Sometimes it's the Sopranos, and then sometimes it's a different kind of play.
2: (laughs) Okay.
0: So me and Nick Nanny write those, and it's like Curb Your Enthusiasm style. Like we write an outline. I see. And then we give it to people with like not enough time to practice, and we're like, this is the gist that needs to happen if you mess up. That's okay. People right. will laugh if you mess up. So. Right, right. Um, so this month our play is called raccoons. <laughs> and it's about raccoons.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no double meaning, it's just <laughs> raccoons. Yep. I mean, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Where can people find the rest of your work?
0: Find me on the web. Sure. I'm on Twitter and Insta at Mary Hooley. H-O-U-L-I-E. And I have a YouTube channel with a bunch of vids. Check it out.
2: All right. We're almost there. We're almost at the end of the show. But first, our chasers. Chasers are the good stuff that helps all the bad stuff go down easier. Starting with the TV we've been watching this week. Barry, what you been watching?
3: I have been watching Chernobyl. Ooh, uh, um <laughs> Chernobyl is a new five-part miniseries on HBO. The first episode aired on Monday, May 6th. And uh, I... Uh, I made I made the podcast. Yeah. It's like one of the darkest things I've ever seen. Um it's about the Chernobyl nuclear explosion that happened in the 80s, but it is phenomenal. Like it is it is so incredibly well written. Jared Harris is in it and Emily Watson is in it and they are both fantastic. Like everyone in it is so good. And I also produced the podcast, which is the official HBO companion podcast that's hosted by Peter Sagel of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And it's in conversation with Craig Mazin, who created the show. And uh, it's been it's been really awesome working on that, and I'm so excited that the series has like actually premiered because I've seen it and have wanted to talk about it with people. So I'm excited that I finally can.
2: How many episodes is it? It's only five episodes, and then that's like it. Yeah, that's a, it's mm-hmm. a mini It's a
3: mini series, so it's just this one thing.
2: And that uh, Jared Harris,
3: Jared Harris, Emily Watson, Stellan Skarsgård. Um. Yeah, a, a couple people from Game of Thrones. <laughs> like,
2: Jared Harris, he plays also the king uh, in, in The Crown, in the, crown yeah. the queen's father. And uh, I was at a party once for an award show that I got to like cover. And I went to the party and this woman was like, oh my God, I love your videos so much. You have to meet my husband at some point in the evening. And then a little time later, she came and got me and walked me up to this man and it was Jared Harris. <laughs> And she was like, "He's so funny. he does these videos where he like gets drunk at work." And he was like, "Oh, that's very Andy Warhol of you." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh yeah, I definitely it's very intent it's ironic. it's uh-huh. very ironic, mm-hmm, and I think mm-hmm. so much about it it's basically art. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he thought it was totally like commentary, <laughs> and I was like, Oh no, I just get drunk at work." <laughs>
3: <laughs> so yeah anyway. he's in Chernobyl but no it's it's a fantastic series
2: and uh that's I, I watched the premiere and yeah what about you what are you watching you will be happy to know that I started watching Barry
3: <gasps> yes finally
2: I mean I did I already saw of the first season but before I start the second I want to re-watch it yeah and so. it's so short yeah
3: so how far are you in the second season
2: so I restarted the first season. Oh, okay, first. okay, I see, I see. So I'm like, I don't know, halfway through the first season. I'll probably finish it today. Yeah, and, and get to and finish it, and then yeah, and then I should also say Veep is ending.
3: I can't, <laughs> I don't, I can't believe it. It hurts. It, like it hurts.
2: What's your non-TV chaser?
3: My non-TV chaser is baking bread. Um, I, <laughs> I recently started baking bread <laughs> and it's been so great it's just it's a really lovely experience um and it's one of the most fulfilling things you can make because when you make it there's just like a, a loaf of bread and you're like holy shit i made this loaf of bread and i get to eat it um i've made it two weekends in a row of made bread i made it what's called a dakota bread it's very hearty full of grains
2: wow yeah That was my chaser. What about you? One of my chasers, if it actually happens, and I'll know by the time this episode comes out, but I'm trying to get last minute tickets to see Lizzo on Monday, even though you won't fucking be here, even though you told me you'd be here Sorry. yet
3: again. I'm sorry.
2: But um, someone else will go with me and I am trying to finalize my tickets for Lizzo and I'm so excited to see her because I love Lizzo. That's going to be amazing. Also her Matt Gala experience seemed amazing, especially the video of her getting to JFK Airport the next day, still wearing her full blown. I don't know how like, people
3: were just like walking near her.
2: I don't I don't like, know. Like do you not realize? I, mean, I feel like in New York, that's just like if I saw her on the street and didn't know her, I'd be like, Yep. <laughs> that's completely normal. Fair. So that was one of them. And I guess on that same note, I don't know if I've said this before, but local drag shows I've been trying to see it more like New York drag shows uh-huh. and I remember Trixie Mattel said um, that being a fan of drag because you watch Drag Race is like saying that you're a fan of singing because you watched American Idol <laughs> and it's like if you truly are a fan of drag you should go out and support your local drag queens all of the people who are not also the people who are on Drag yeah. Race but yeah seeing it in person is so much fun Especially in New York City, because they're all amazing. Even though drag shows start at like 11.38 p.m. And I'm an old man.
3: That's real late.
2: But yeah, I love, I love going to drag shows. I've been going to this one um, that's on Thursday nights in New York, hosted by Britta Filter. Which is <laughs> a great name. So good. And- and that's it! Thank you for listening to Unhappy Hour. You can head to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get podcasts. Hit that subscribe button, then rate us and review us, but only if it's nice. I don't want to hear your shit. Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Media. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Melissa Slaughter, and me, Matt Bellisai. Special thanks to Jenna weiss and Max Linsky. Our editors are Dina Kleiner and Josh Gwynn. Music by Hansdale Sue. You can bother Barry at Finkelberry Pie. You can worship me at Matt Belisai, and you can follow Unhappy Hour Pod on Twitter for all the latest podcast buzz. And that's it. That's everything. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Uh, bye bye, baby shark. Do do Baby shark. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring today's episode. For whatever struggles you're facing, from depression and anxiety to trauma and grief, BetterHelp can connect you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient you can schedule secure video or phone sessions, as well as chat and text with your therapist. And anything you share is completely confidential, Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. Unhappy Hour listeners even get 10% off your first month with the discount code UNHAPPY. So why not get started? Head to BetterHelp.com unhappy and fill out a questionnaire to get matched with a counselor you'll love today.